Well, hey everybody. Welcome to a, another edition of Nature's Last Call. My name is Luke. I got Adam. I got Matt. It's been a while. I yeah, it's with, been a uh, day or two, huh? It's been a couple days since we've been on. So we kind of have a lot to talk about. You know, we, we started this in March or April, I think it was, when we got started. And at that time, obviously, hunting season was, was uh, non-existent. And so we didn't have as much to cover. And now we've been kind of so busy with hunting season that we uh, got to kind of backtrack and, and talk about all the things that we have done. But I but, think we were optimistic in the beginning, thinking that every time we would hunt after a hunt, we would record a podcast or we would sit down and do whatever. But our hunting time consumes the time and then it's like all right we got to go get back and we all have young kids yep. and wives and so we have to kind of answer to that as well and and then of course i don't know about you guys but it always makes me laugh because the home projects in the fall really just, they do take over that you just don't get them done right because i you know you hunt and then you're getting up so early and then you're tired and then you just want to get ready for the next day to go hunting well i mean your free time they take over your free time because then you have if you have to do leaves or you have to get this ready for winter and all this other stuff, it's... Well, I, I still don't have my what, snowblower out yet. Yeah. As you say, we're in, de- we're in December right now. Yeah. So it's Christmas lights. Yep. That's a big thing. Oh, yeah. So that's that's going to so, be my big thing for <laughs> this coming weekend. Yeah. Is Matt's, I know, Matt's Christmas lights are up. Mine yep. are up thanks to Brooke. I got the totes down, but... Brooke put the lights up, and you're doing yours this weekend? My plan is to do them this weekend. I told my wife, I said, if we're going to go up there, because I got a lot of oak trees in my yard, and so I always have to clean the gutters, gutters too. So I'm like, well, all right, we're going to just do it combo. We're going to go up on the ladder. We'll put lights up. We'll clean the gutters and and do that. I don't even have my snowblower out of the shed yet and up to the garage. I still got to do that. But So anyway, I think with all the home projects and the hunting and stuff like that, uh, you know, it's been difficult to get together so here we are so i guess we're gonna have to backtrack and we're gonna do a little recap yeah. we're gonna do a little recap of of you know the beginnings of our hunting seasons as now we're kind of coming to the end and so we always start besides dove hunting but dove hunting you know is, is dove hunting well and the last time that we had something out was when we were driving adam and i were driving back from south dakota adam, adam and i were in the same truck Luke, you were in a separate separate truck with your brother-in-law. Which was different this year. Which was different this year. That that changed a little bit. Usually the three of us are together. Usually the three of us are together because we are more restricted with our with our jobs where we can't take extended time. And so a lot of times my brother-in-law and my dad and other people would go out and help with the scouting and stuff and then and then we always we go to South Dakota at the end of September every year. It's the opener for waterfowl. Um, I've been doing it since 1993. My family's been doing it since the 50s, 1950s. We've been doing it. And then you got me into it. I was going to look up and see how long, how many years I've been doing it. I want to say about eight years, but I don't know for sure. So you've been doing it for a while. This was my fourth year, I think. And then, yeah, we got Matt in, involved in doing it. So this is his fourth year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it's it's always the beginning of our hunting season. It marks the beginning we go out to South Dakota. Um, we shoot a lot of ducks typically. Um, probably the biggest problem would be you're not getting anything mounted at that time because they, they don't have they're not fully plumed. So yeah. you're shooting Drake mallards, and you know you're looking at it like God, that could be a hen. No, that's a Drake. I can see the colors starting to come in. So you're not going to get anything mounted, but you're shooting a lot of ducks. You typically. shoot any shovelers at all? Well, <laughs> um, I remember the first year you went out, Matt. Yep. And I was, that was making, the joke. And I was making fun of you that you're going to end up shooting all the shovels. Yep. And uh, it seemed like, well, definitely this year, every, we hunted three hunts, yep. right? Saturday morning, yep. Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning. And then typically we'll just kind of clean up our stuff and then we'll leave on, uh, we'll hang out, have some drinks and, and just kind of recap our, our season and then. That Monday is a driving day, so we get up and, and we drive back. It's about a, what, 10, 11-hour drive yeah. Yeah. Uh, for us. So, so yeah, this year, me, the big talker, making fun of Matt, saying he's going to shoot all these shovelers. And the first duck of every hunt that I shot this year was a shoveler. A spoon-billed mallard. And it, you know what? And I'd be all for 
a Drake shoveler. Yeah, I would too. They're all hens. But they're yeah. all hens. They're all hens. Yeah. Um, they I, come straight in. Drake shovelers are gorgeous. Once you got it out of the way, then you're ready to, to well, yeah. get after I, it. I get yeah. that initial duck. and it flies, yeah. it dies you know, after that. Flies, you got to get dies, that hen shoveler. I got to shoot there. that hen shoveler to get started, I guess. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, it works for sausage. And, and the other thing that I like to do sometimes with uh, if you shoot up a duck too much is treat your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, not that I would just shoot ducks to treat my dog. We we usually just kind of like to put the ducks together and make sausage. That was actually going to be the start of our podcast. Making we sausage. Make sausage yeah, and last we still year. haven't made sausage. We still we, have not yeah, made so it. We no. basically have two years full of, of ducks. ducks and pheasants and stuff. But um, To make sausage, yeah. To make sausage. Uh, COVID Screwed prevented that us. Because that was when we were COVID. still afraid. We're not afraid anymore, but... That was but when, Walton's Meats has sales. Yeah, we got to get. We have their. Yeah. We have their pheasant fest card. Yep. Walton's Meats, ten uh, percent off and free shipping until the end of December. Yeah, we so, have really nice sausages. We got to. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, I couldn't help it. Yep. Sorry, all you ladies out <laughs> there. Hand ground. Yeah. 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 So we went out this year, and and I got because of COVID, my job um, allows me to work remotely, and so. I decided, you know what, and this is why I didn't ride with Adam and Matt this time. I um, I said, you know, I'm going to go out with the scout. You can go out a day or two early, and then, you know, we, we the opener is Saturday when we're hunting, but so then you're there, you're doing a lot of scouting. We got a landowner that we came in contact with about 10 years ago. The guy's awesome. He owns, what, four sections? Yeah. yeah so a lot four, of property. Four square miles, basically. Yeah, and if not more, there. that other land that he runs or leases that... <laughs> He allows us to go on. So to. this guy's more than generous, and and he lets us hunt, uh, you know, all of his stuff. And so the and he the, hooks the, you up. I mean, he takes you around, shows you everything. Oh, he puts and, you in his gator. Yeah, and he drives you around all his property and shows you where all the ducks are, and and kind of sets you up. But then he's also got a slough that holds quite a bit of walleye and, and perch. And so I've never really been able to do it because once once you start hunting, then that's all you're doing is hunting. You're not fishing. But this year, like leaving early. God, I, we grabbed a couple of bush lattes and sat on my tailgate. It was 70 degrees, no wind. Yeah. Kyle and I, my brother-in-law Kyle, and we we fished. And uh, we only fished for about an hour. We are watching the sun go down. We each caught a walleye. We each caught a perch. We caught a buzz with the bush lattes and had a great time. Um, you know, went home, cooked dinner, and then went to bed, and then woke up to Matt and Adam being there, and we did our hunt, but... Probably not the most successful that we've had, huh? Um, well, it was still a good weekend, but bird numbers. To and, start, it was the the smallest group I've ever been with, so it's the smallest group you've ever been yeah, with. There's only yeah. the four of us. There's only four of us. Yeah, because my dad, the last couple of years, hasn't gone. and I used Last to have, year, I brought Brooke out with us. And Brooke didn't well, come school, this year. She started high school. My brother Sam used to go, but he's yep. a head football coach. Yep. And so your brother's friend would go yep. without him. My brother him would bring his friend. Yep. Um, so we had the smallest group that we've ever had to start. And it was warm. Temperatures were like like Luke said when he was drinking uh, bush latte in the back of his tailgate at seventy. It, that's what it was. It was warm. And the thing is, hunting. Is we usually like to hunt fields. Field hunting is my favorite. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And we haven't had as much success the last couple of years with the fields. I think a lot of the crops were still in. Mm-hmm. And so you know, typically when you're field hunting, you want to find a field that the ducks want to go into. And we just we could not find a field that the ducks wanted to go into. But I remember in that scout, you know, like. So we, we set our alarm, and actually we drove through the night and, and got there right at, at, as the sun was coming up. So we dropped the trailer and immediately went and scouted. And I'm looking around, and usually where we're at in South Dakota, you are seeing in any direction that you look, you see flights of ducks. And we didn't see it. And it was like, oh, man, this ain't good. And I think that the problem is is we didn't have any wind. Yeah, and usually South Dakota yeah. wind. I mean, you could get twenty to 30, 40 mile an hour gusts sometimes, and it pushes the ducks off the big water, and it brings them to the smaller sloughs, the little potholes and sloughs. And but you know, I think that a lot of the ducks were sitting on the on the big water, and there was no reason for them to get off. They're sitting there soaking in the rays of seventy degrees and the no wind, and and so that was kind of part of our problem. But what do we end up with? Probably about thirty ducks or so. Yeah. I think for the weekend. And the difference, so you were able to go out there early and do the scouting part of it. And then as our driving out, so we drive out on what? 
Friday, Friday night. night. We try to leave a little bit early Friday afternoon. Yeah, which get is out by 3, 3 4 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. And then you got a 10, 12-hour drive depending on traffic and weather and everything. Yeah. But at some point during the drive is the anticipation of making the phone call for the scouting call. Yep. You what's going get, on? Yeah. You what, what'd you see? Yep. What'd you see? What'd yep. you see? What's going on? What do you see? You saw some ducks, but you, you had a spot for us. And I think that spot we went to in the morning... We all split up in different spots. We all of, shot ducks of there. a real large slew. We all shot. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think anybody was skunked. We no, all shot ducks. We all right? shot ducks. Yeah, we didn't do as well as no. typical, but we did all get ducks that that opening morning. And typically, what we try and do is, you know, you line up that opening morning hunt, and then you go scout for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then you hunt in the afternoon, and uh, we ended up picking up our limit because we did well in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have a little public spot that is really hard to find. You have to kind of know what you're looking for and use your maps to find it. And uh, to get into it, too. And, yeah, that's the hard part. And I'll tell you what, it's that's produced. What did that's we find that, two, two years, years ago? Yeah. Yeah, yep. we've been hunting that spot for two years. And it's no, produced each No year. hunting pressure. It's always just us. And that evening, I think it was windy, wasn't it? it was yeah. Very windy. Yep. It was really windy. And so but this is still super kinda, warm. Yeah. It was warm but windy. And... Uh, so we, we sat and, and, and had quite a shoot in the afternoon, and that was that was pretty cool. And uh, and then what did we do? I don't remember what we did Sunday morning. Sunday morning, morning we went to the pasture land. So, oh, which we had a lot of success the year before. Yep. And we had a lot of ducks come in so early. Before remember, it was so time. it was so clear. It, yeah. They came in so early. Yep. And then all of a sudden, they would sit because on the slough. We had like that first five to ten minutes of yep. what, right when uh, you know you could shoot a half an hour before shooting time. Yep. And there were ducks all around, and you're thinking, okay, this is going to be great. great. But they would and hold then, for 10, 15 minutes, and they were they're, they're out. And then that was it. Yep. And then we never really saw the ducks again. And so, you know, it was fun. Part yeah, of it, it time. It's, it's cool to look at maps. And to to be at spots. Yep. But it is amazing to me how much a spot will change your year. Year to year. Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. So like the sloughs, some of the sloughs, the water tables were lower. So even though the water was down, the corn was still standing, they ran a disc around some of that stuff. Yeah. And well, and we'll talk huge. about it a little bit, just going out there over Thanksgiving, how much the sloughs changed from September to Thanksgiving to yeah. November, yeah, and that'll probably we'll be a saw. later podcast when we get into our Thanksgiving hunt. But yeah, yeah it was just yeah. like it looked completely it, and totally different landscape, from, totally different landscape. We're totally not different. used to seeing it no. over Thanksgiving weekend. So that pasture land that we had hunted the year before, uh, another time, you and Kyle went there first. Matt Brooke and I were in a separate area. You guys were pounding the ducks. You're like, hey guys, get over here. We get over there. We shot up ducks. Yeah, very wide open. You could totally see. Like a little pockets of grass, tall grass. And this the this grass year, was tall. Grass was, is super tall. Yep. You couldn't see, like the it. It just how much it changes. And how much it changes. Yeah. yeah, year to year. And it was crazy because the the year that we were pounding ducks there, I remember that because we didn't know where to go. Yep. And we're like, okay, you know, the 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 landowner insisted that we hunted his pasture land, it's really, and and so Kyle was kind of like, yeah, we, we just got to do this. He wants us to hunt it, so we're going to hunt it. And we went in there blind. Yeah. Um, you know, Because you we, never saw it. We'd never seen it because the cattails are up high. And, and so we said, okay, we'll do it. And then we just told them they weren't hunting far away so they could hear us shooting. And we're like, okay, let's just, you know, keep it on short leave. Leave your decoys. Come, you know, whoever's shooting the ducks, come that way. Yeah. And Kyle and I got our limit pretty quick, I thought. Yeah, I at, think you did. At that time. Yeah. And... That's when we messaged them and said, "Hey, get over here. Um, we're done shooting. We'll uh, we'll just call and and, yeah. and let you guys take the shots." But by the time you guys got there, you guys got into shooting for the first 10, 20 minutes, and then it kind of shut down after that. I think. Yeah. I yeah. Even in that beginning, it was more shots than we had at the previous spot that we were yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. everybody got shots, and I think everybody yeah. got ducks. Everybody, everybody got, got ducks. ducks. Yeah. And so that was that was definitely cool. Um, and but, that w- so that was the. Second day of hunting with Brooke out there, I want right. to say. Yeah. So yeah. then I'm always cautious bringing her. Because you didn't want to, you didn't want to go to that slough because, I mean, you had to wade across. You don't know how deep it it's is. Four thirty in the morning. morning. It's yeah. dark. You got a bag full of decoys. Yep. You got your gun. You got your chair. You got your bag of uh, shells and stuff like that. So you, you're carrying what probably hundred pounds full of full of Just gear stuff. Through, yeah. Yep. 
an unknown slough. We don't really know how deep it is. So it's it's kind of it, it was hairy, but yeah. it turned out to be very successful cool. for yep. for us that year. But then this this pre this uh, last year, it just wasn't as as successful for sure. No ducks came in early and then they left. They were they were not around. And then it shut off. I. I tried to, I walked out then, and I tried to, because there's a couple other potholes that were close by, see if I could spook them up and get them to fly around. Yeah, nothing. But there was no luck. But um, then it was kind of interesting, because I uh, I grew up playing euchre, and I remember, you know, like, you guys, okay, we're going to learn how to play euchre. Yeah. It was just the four of well, us. Well, I played, my wife taught me back you in played. the day, with her, because her parents And you always euchre. wanted to learn. We played canasta, so... And I remember Canasta, you'd have all these cards out in front of you, and that's what we would play. But as a kid, we played. But I'm willing to play a card game. I'll try yeah. it. Yeah. Worst thing so, is I do bad, and I try something else. So we, we, sat, down, night. we sat down on, on Saturday. Was it Sunday night? Sunday night. night? Yeah, Sunday it was night, last night. Yeah. And we sat down, and we settled in, and we're playing Euchre, and, and it was cool. Like, we finally, you know, we played a couple open hands to kind of practice and stuff, and we're get finally ready to yep. get finally ready to play, and then we get a knock on the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's this guy... Ron, he's an old boy from Texas. And what did he say? Went to college at Brookings? I think he went so. to college he in South Dakota in, State. Yeah, yeah. In South Dakota. He yeah. went to or he lived wildlife I think he said he was in high school for a couple years. Yep. Yep. And he was a wildlife biologist. And he and retired. so he lived in Texas and he had one hunting buddy. Yep. And his hunting buddy died. Yep. He passed away. And this guy was sixty five, maybe. I thought he was seventy years old. Yeah, was he yeah, right around seventy. Yeah, I think he was yep. older. And he came in and he said, Hey, I'm here by myself. I'm here for a month. Texas. I'm here for a month. He called it Ron's Big Adventure. Yep. And he had his dog with yep. him. He had a waterfall license. And in South Dakota, unlike other states, you have to apply for your waterfall license and you have to put in for the dates. So while we were there, he his license did not start yet. No, he had his boat with him too. So he, he was had his fishing. boat. So he was yeah. fishing because it was still 70 degrees and, and no wind. And we had seen yep. him. When we were going to some of those public spots yep. on the water, on but the water it was fishing. one day that it was windy. We're like, was that you that was out on it? Yep, it was me. I had a hard time getting my boat back on the trail. Yeah, so he yep. was going to fish until it got cold. Yep. And then his, I think I think his license was going to start a couple of days after, after we left. After we were yep. leaving. And yep. he said, look, guys, we would really love to have, I just, can you put me onto one spot? Yeah. Yeah. And so we didn't want to introduce him to the big landowner because... You know, you, you got to kind of keep some of that stuff under wraps. But we, and we, he said his knees were bad. He like he, he, he wanted somewhere much. shallow, yep. somewhere easy to walk, yep. easy to navigate, and uh, so we gave him our public spot, the public spot and that then we go he to. He was gonna do that, and then that was gonna go to pheasant hunting, where he was gonna get a pheasant license once that opened up. And I don't when does it was towards the end of his trip. I can't remember the date. I can't remember when, when Pheasant starts in South and Dakota. I, and Mid-October, I sure. maybe. I did keep in contact with him a little bit on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, he did go to the, the public walk-in land that we went to, and uh, he shot some ducks. He said he shot ducks with no decoys out. The birds came right in. His yeah. dog got him. It was easy walking. He's like, so he was happy. Yeah, so he we was put super, him on some good stuff. Uh, yeah. Most of it was like ankle-deep water. He said he yep. didn't have to go in very far, yep. which is totally fine. Uh, he... Hit a deer. He hit a deer, so I don't think he got into much pheasant hunting. He tried a couple times because I would, yeah, I would message him on Facebook as yeah. well, and he's like, "Hey, got into it, not really any success. Trying to find a spot, but I hit the deer and yeah. blah blah blah." And so, but it was kind of neat to to hear, you know, a guy that's yeah. seventy years old coming from Texas. I think it would be really cool to be able to It'd stay be a there great for trip. A and month. I think it was all it was a great his, trip. his northern migration. I think he stopped along the way. Yeah. He would talk about some uh, antique decoys he picked up along the way. Yep. And he had some family. Family he met up with some along family. the way yeah. that he'd stop and see. He knew around the area that we were from because he had somebody that he knew in the area. Like, yeah. talk. He stayed for quite a while. Yeah. So he, we got to so our, yeah our bit. card game got cut short a little bit but it was still a good night it was a good night and you know always good memories and we always have a good time there and and uh, and that was it then you guys did that podcast on the way back, back. you yeah. know we, we drove back on on Monday and and then uh, Wisconsin Ducks opens up the following week the, no it opens up when we're in South Dakota so we we don't get to hunt the opener. But I no, think this it, year it did. It might have flip flopped. So this like year it might have been the week later. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a week later yeah. this year. This year flip flop. So I know I couldn't go. I remember. I can't remember. 
I think you were working on your patio. I probably was. And you yeah. had to work. Yeah. So I decided, you know, I got an eight-year-old that really loves hunting. And I thought, okay, there's this one spot that I used to hunt when I first moved up. In fact, I took Adam there for his that, very first duck hunt. That's where he shot my first wood and duck. And shot Drake wood, first duck. wood duck. And I, I took him there. It was an evening hunt, I remember. And that's the same spot that this year, Brooke... Got all those ducks got that all we had the ducks already... ducks for youth waterfowl. You yep. had already talked yep. about that. Yeah. It's a really neat spot. It, there's not much hunting pressure. It's a large area. I love Lake we, Geneva this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> we, we tried getting our... Chris Craft boats are great. <laughs> <laughs> we tried getting our larger boat in there once yeah, and it's just it's really hard there's not a lot of public access so you got to kind of work at it but you can get to some really cool areas and so i thought all right and, and what's neat too what i like about that is you're hiking through the woods mm-hmm. so it's a little bit different landscape than what you're used to when you're duck hunting because you're you're going through an oak forest and and there's deer hunting. it's a high ridge line too it's not like you're walking through swampland either right you're, you're up high and then you come down to the water and so I, I brought my son, my eight-year-old son. I said, okay, Matt and Adam are out. My brother is always out. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go with Colton, and I'm going to go light. I carried uh, maybe six decoys with me because it was the opener. And we're going to hike, and I knew where I wanted to, to hike to. Um, when I got to the spot that I wanted to go, there was already people there. So I'm like, okay, that's no big deal. I'll just move down a little bit. And I moved down, and I run into this young kid, um, Anthony was his name. He was, and he was pretty cool. And, and, and he got ran out by another guy down the line. So he goes, fine. And he asked me if he can hunt with us. I'm like, that's cool, but I got my kid, you know? And the way I feel about when you're taking an eight year old is you got to kind of be at their level, yeah. you know, cause you, I want him to be interested in it and I don't want to hunt when it's bad weather and, and have him have a miserable experience. So I said, yeah, you could you could join us as long as you understand that I have my eight year old and that we're kind of out to to enjoy that part of it. And uh, and I remember I had a t ball game, so I couldn't stay out very late because my my you younger were playing son. playing t ball. Yeah, I play t ball. <laughs> How <laughs> no, you doing? My, yeah. My five year old had a t ball game later on that day, so I didn't want to miss the t ball game. So I said, all right, you know, you can hunt with us. I'm not going to hunt forever. And he said, no, that's cool. He was a really good caller. I was impressed with yeah. his with his duck calling and stuff. And he was a gentleman hunter. And and uh, we we got one duck that came in, and he was about to pull a trigger. And I pulled the trigger and I hit it and and dropped and and uh, I walked up to it and it's just that cool feeling, you know. I'm just like, that's got jewelry. And picked it up. There's jewelry, and I was so nice. pumped because my eight year old yeah. got to be a part of that. Yeah. Where we hunt, we're not in a major flyway, so we no. don't get a ton of banded ducks. Now, what was funny was when I called it in, I discovered that that duck was born in April. It lasted one hour into the opener of duck season. <laughs> it had only traveled 10 miles. Yeah. It was, yeah. Really yeah. didn't go that far. So, <laughs> no. like, like you know, the cool thing about shooting a band, obviously, and it's been a couple of years since I shot a band, but the cool thing is just to see where the duck came from. And, you know, it's really cool that I shot the band, but it would have been a lot cooler if it was from somewhere. Yeah, it's still cool, though. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and having Colton with was just it, awesome. Yes, that's yes. what yes. makes it. Yeah. 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 Having Colton with was awesome. So that was the opener for Wisconsin. And then we went to that spot. Matt, you and I went to that spot one more time. Yeah. Good spot. And we saw ducks. We saw ducks. We we scraped yep. a teal yep. out of it. Uh, I think that was actually my first teal in the state of Wisconsin. I think so. I think that's what you said. Yep. Yeah. I think that most of the teal that I shoot are out in South Dakota. So that was the first teal that I got out in, in Wisconsin. And I, I want to say that that was the only other time that I duck hunted in Wisconsin. This it year. was still warm. Mm-hmm. Even into October like that, it, it was. was still warm. Yeah. Here. So And yeah. we have some nice Illinois spots. I, and we've said this in previous podcasts, but we're we're on the border of Illinois and Wisconsin. So we we kinda jump from state to state and yeah. both states and we have more productive spots in Illinois on the chain of lakes that we like to hunt and, and we have a little little nook on the chain. The chain is very heavily pressured. I don't usually like to identify where we're hunting, but this is a very well known spot. But the spot that we go to on the chain doesn't typically have too much hunting pressure. Yeah, this year though, it was probably the most we've seen on opening opening weekend. You think so? There, yeah, there was four groups but out we there. We still 
We still did good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I don't remember how many we shot, but I think we shot quite a bit. Matt yeah. and I had a discrepancy. Yeah. I shot one. I know for sure. Yeah. One that came in from the right hand side. Brooke and I were on the far right hand side. Yeah. One yeah. came in. She couldn't see many... where she was at, and I know I shot one solo by myself because probably by the time you guys started to pull up, I dropped. Stout out. had another good retrieve. Sam shot that hen wood duck. Or was that you that shot that hen wood duck that went into the reeds? Couldn't find it. That so, was Sam because I yeah. the, the the flight came in. Yep. And I hit the one, and Sam hit the one. Sent him then, out there. Came back. The, with and it. then the one went to the right, and then yep. you and I both shot at the same time, yep. and that was the the Drake Woody. The Drake we shot Woody. a lot of Woodies there, which is which is really not typical. Good. No, usually we shoot mallards, and so it was kind of neat shooting the wood. I like yep. shooting wood ducks. You know, yep. obviously they leave fairly early, so um, it's it's pretty cool. So I think we ended up like total hunting there. How many times did we hunt there? Two or three times. Twice, I thought. Twice, and we ended up like I, I want to say like I was just kind of counting in my head. We got probably six woodies yeah. out of there. There's a lot of wood. That, no, we Kyle came up. Kyle, yeah, because Kyle came so up three times. We got, we got two woodies. We Kyle got two woodies. Yeah, and then Brooke you and I got, and Sam went. That's where Brooke shot the nice Drake Mallard. Yes. Yep. With, when Kyle was out. Yep. When Kyle yep. was up. Yep. So yeah. That gave her another state that she shot a duck in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then we got, True. you're right, then you and I and Sam, Sam went, went and we got a couple, we, we were bad shooting that day. Yeah. Because we, we, I still don't know why those geese are still alive. I, I know either. I hit this thing twice yeah. and it just kept <laughs> flying. That, thing. Um, that bothered me and then there were some ducks that we just flat out missed and yep. we ended up getting, what did we shoot, like maybe a, I think it was some kind of diver duck. Yeah. And then we got another woody, which was strange because it was later in the year. Woody and some sort of diver. It was a, that's where I like thought. Like a blue bill like, or I'm something. Like, what the hell was this thing? Yeah. Yeah. But. And, uh, and that was our Illinois duck hunting. Um, I hunted a couple of other times in Illinois without you guys. I hunted those blinds. Blind. We hunted well, the, we blind the one together blinds. one time. And we even had that, that, was that our, on Instagram. That was our right? breakfast post. That was the breakfast making breakfast on Instagram. So yep. that was, uh, that was the blind on the a chain of legs. Different and ball game. It's a total different ball game. Oh, it's um, totally different. Ball the guys, game. I, I hunt with a, another group of guys. They call it competitive duck hunting. Yeah, and, and that's it, totally what it is. You're, it's you're there's taking lines all over the place, taking... and you load up as many decoys as you possibly can. You got to call better than all of the other blinds. And I remember that, like the first flight that came in, you of all people said it. You're like, we probably should have shot, shot at that. And I'm and the most reserved. You're the most reserved. That's why I said you of all people. Yeah. And I, I think we could see six other blinds Hunting. from where we were. Yeah. 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 And so <laughs> we didn't take that shot because we're used to, we want the ducks to come. We're not sky busters, yeah. you know, and we don't want to be sky busters. But then the next flight that came in, we all said that we were going to shoot, but only one person shot. Yeah. You guys never pulled the trigger. Never pulled the trigger. I shot and, and hit the one. That was a blue bell. That, that was, was a blue bell. That was yeah. a blue bell. So as well. the other one, I think, at the Chain of Lakes was that buffalo head, or we didn't know what it was. Well, well no, we knew what it was. It was a buffalo head. It was a buffalo head. McGanzer. It was the McGanzer. No, we McGanzer. didn't shoot a McGanzer this year. No, I don't think we have a McGanzer. I wouldn't be bragging on podcasts about shooting a McGanzer. No, I'm not. I'm just saying what the duck was. Scissor, I thought it was a McGanzer. Scissor bill. Well, it's better than a spoon bill. Well, somebody's got one minor. <laughs> one minor. Would you like a spoon or a scissors? To but eat then you? I hunted with those guys one other time, <laughs> and uh, we got we got four ducks that time. Um, you know, with that other group that are the competitive duck hunters, as they like to call themselves, yeah. and we shot two divers and two Drake mallards, and and that was that was a good experience. I, I learned a lot. Um, it's always fun. Hunting with other groups because you, you you learn different calling styles. They have a total different calling style than what I do. Um, I was gonna do it, but I don't have my duck calls next to me, so yeah. I can't. <laughs> I saw your, your yeah, look at your face. I was like, wait a minute, I don't have a, I don't have okay. a duck call. But I'll I'll cut in with hunting with other duck hunters and duck styles and all of that. Uh, Brooke. I believe this year has hunted more times than I have because she's had the opportunity with everything going on. Um, there's another trap coach and his daughter who offered to take her duck hunting to a spot that they go to. And I remember because you weren't working, but they only could fit so many in the blind. They can only fit three in the blind. So, sorry, yeah. Boo Bear. Yep, you're out. Yeah. You're out. Brooke is in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I it's 
you know, I, I'm raising her right. If I they, think she's cuter than you. If they pick the kid before they pick me. So, needless to say, she went up there. You had to set your alarm and get up in the morning. I did. It was, like nice. it was windier than shit that It was day. when the time change happened, and it was That's super right. windy. So super she had to get up an hour earlier, and it was really, really windy. And, yep. I was nervous about that, yep. and I trust him. So I'm like, all right, if he, if he thinks it's going to be too windy or something to go on, he's not going to yeah. do it. Nope, they picked her up. We sent her off. Uh, they come back. They shot some ducks, but then they also shot a double-banded goose. Which is really cool. That's really cool. Uh, and I haven't shot a, a band or a double-banded anything. It was from Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. That's cool. So hers say. was a little cooler than mine yeah. Yeah. because it's coming from Thunder Bay, Ontario. But it was still from the spring, though, I think. I think it was a one-year-old. It was a one, one-year-old. It made it further than mine. That's dog. cool. Yeah. Longer. Yeah. Uh, so I thank them for the opportunity. It has to do with opportunities. Like, yeah. if you have an opportunity to do it, Go. Yeah, you gotta you do it. Go. And, you gotta go. And and you yeah. know what? Like like shooting a band is really really neat. And and so out of our group, we got two bands, three bands, three bands. Yeah, because the double one was double banded yep. this year. So that's that's pretty cool. You know, that's that's a cool year to be able to do that. Uh, I was sure. hoping that we would get more banded ducks, based on the fact that I shot that one that was only. 10 miles away. The way that they'd be more rounder. They yeah. banned them around here. Because you said you knew some people who got some more bands. Yeah, right? so I talked to two other guys who had shot bands. And they all got bands from the same place that I got That yours from. was banded from. Yeah. And then the other thing, for the last couple of years, I've been trying to shoot a duck before work. That has been on my... Yeah, to Adam's credit. And you got to start working at what? 7.30 in the morning, right? Yeah, so that's been on my bucket list. So depending on time change and everything else, I get a chance to go out and do it. So I've been going, and it's it's more or less like a pass shot. I tried throwing out a decoy. I tried throwing out a couple decoys. I tried throwing out a robo duck. I tried nothing. So then I find where I would see wood ducks. Like, all right, we'll try this again. So I went in to see wood ducks again. Like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get to exactly where they will land so I get a chance at them. So I brought the camera. I tried taking pictures with a fancy camera I'm borrowing from my niece it doesn't work the, the daylight is too low they're just blurred spots so I'm like alright finally and it was I want to say it was like the last day that I could do it, it was either Thursday or Friday because, because the time, time changed change. change. yeah. and I'm like alright this is it this is my time to do it sure enough I get out there in the dark nothing just me uh, no decoys nope Start coming in. I'm like, all right, this is sweet. They're not on me. They're not by me. That also, I'm like, all right, this is my chance. It's shooting time. First shot, I dropped two. Second shot, I dropped one. All right, I am and done. And in Wisconsin, that's the limit. That's the limit. I was done. Yeah, so I done. got two drakes and a hen. That's, um, that's a not a bad morning before no. work. So we got a lot of woodies then. This yeah. Year. Yep. Yeah. So we and got I was like, crazy. Huh. How many? And then usually it's not. No, we don't see that many. No, and yeah, wait out to get it, and they're, yeah. they're well. Gone. Plus, they leave. So right, yeah, that's what I'm gone. saying. You don't see off. them. No. So, just kind of a little advice for anybody out there, wood duck hunting. If you if you're new to waterfowling and you want to get into to waterfowl and you want to shoot some something, what's cool about wood ducks is you really don't need a lot of decoys. They don't really respond to calls. They, they they know where they're going and they they make straight passes. You know, and the difference being a mallard is going to circle and it's going to get lower and it's going to circle and and so it, it it takes a lot to shoot a mallard but if you like like Adam's going from work you don't have time to put a bunch of decoys no, out because no. you got to be at work at 7:30 yep, in the morning. Yeah, I got my yeah, uniform on underneath my So at that waiter. time when the shoot when, when when like probably 6:30 is when shooting time would no, be. I don't even think it, I think I have yeah, probably I probably have a half hour to forty five minutes at the most, and I'm being able to actually shoot. Hunt. Yeah. So anybody out there that that wants to get into waterfowling, find do what he did. Find a spot. I watched him for like a, a week, like week and a go. half. You watched him the year before. Correct. Yeah, I remember. And I never had any luck. Right. Yeah. Couldn't find him. Couldn't get him to come yep. in when you were there. Yep. And and the thing is, is is you don't need a ton of decoys. It it's not a long setup. Yeah. You can do it by yourself. If they're if, coming in, they're coming in. If they're in. coming in, they're going to come in. And and so it and it's a lot of fun. It's they're hard shooting. Yeah. yeah. Because they're so fast. I mean, they yeah. can they can get up to about 50, 55 miles an hour, I think is how fast they can fly, but it's it's really, I mean, you know, I've I've been lucky to to hit 
quite a few wood duck holes in my lifetime. It's fun. Yeah, it's that's the really, only time I've ever done that. It's really a fun, fun way to hunt. So that's kind of our Illinois, Wisconsin. We're going to do one more crack at it. Um, yeah. Wisconsin ends on Sunday. Yep. Right now, the, uh, the date is December 3rd, so it ends on Sunday. And we have a spot that we usually have quite a few uh, a bit of success. I know you two tried it once. We tried it once earlier in the year. But it never really produces early in the year. But the thing is, is again, we're on the border of Illinois and Wisconsin. This is the Fox River. Things are starting to freeze up here. Things are starting to freeze up. The Fox River, it, it really doesn't freeze till January because there's a current. Yeah. The big chain of lakes where everybody likes to do the competitive duck hunting is how many miles away? A couple miles. Yeah, it's not too far. And when things start to freeze up, and Adam, you've never been there. Like you and I have had some success, Matt. There. Yeah. Yep. Mostly Drake Mallards that you're shooting. Yep. I remember the, the first time we had success, we had, what, three flights that came in? Yes. 20 ducks over our head. You're looking at your, your phone five minutes before shooting time. You're like, son like, of a son gun. Son of a gun. You know, like, man, these ducks would be shooters, but we can't we can't take them. And then we got lucky enough to um, to be able to, to get at the last couple of flights that came in and, yep. and had some success. So that will be... Our Sunday hunt. It'll be our final duck hunt of Wisconsin, Wisconsin season. Yep. We may hit up the chain one one more time or something like that, but that'll be it for Wisconsin. I'm still kind of holding on to that private spot that I have too. You know, the the landowner's got a little pond, and and uh, yeah. I shoot ducks there. It's a one and done type of a thing. It's a small little private pond, but the the guy's son is a deer hunter, and there's a big buck that they're going after, and he said. I can have that spot as soon as that buck is killed. Um, if I don't hear from him, I might just text him and say, did you get that deer? Can I come in? Yeah. But that's a hard place to hunt because... Yeah, it's very hard. You can't wade. No. 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 <laughs> it's, we, we found that out. Stout has no problem. No. You I still have don't to, understand the physics of why Stout can run no, across you, it. No, you like, have to bring the dog for that spot. I mean, well, but then, no, like, like even no setting issue. decoys. But I remember last year when we, we went there, we... You had to go get your canoe. Mm-hmm. To get the decoys, to but get we the, still got stuck in the We canoe. did. We did. Because it looks like it's deep water, but it's inches. <laughs> but then it's... It's, it's all a soot. Foot of... Their feet soot. of muck. We were up to our... Almost our... Were we up we to were our both, chest? Yeah, we were stuck. We both got stuck. Like, I think... Did you get stuck first? Yes, I got stuck So then stuck why first. did I go in? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it took I warned you, you. I think I warned it you. It took you 15 minutes to get out. Yep. Oh. And your heart And my heart is pumping. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't... I'm like, holy... Buckets. So what do you do? This is when you want to get that PS5 or whatever it is that you and might... just say screw it and yeah. sit down and game. Yeah. No, I can't do that. Like, you should get Sega. Yeah, yeah. Get myself a Nintendo. Yeah, Coleco. Coleco Vision. <laughs> that's that's what I play. Yeah. That's what I play. Duck Hunter. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'm hoping to hit that spot, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I texted the landowner once, and he said that his son uh, still needed to shoot that deer. But once he shoots that deer, it's all mine. Um, and I would like to hit that. One time, uh, I I want to do layout. I want to put layout lines out there. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And sit in the layout lines. The 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 interesting thing about that spot is those ducks are so in tune to go in there that we had the complete wrong wind. I mean, yep. the wind is right in our face, but all the rest of the pond was froze. But there's one section that doesn't freeze. It's a little bit of stream that comes in there. Yeah, there's a little stream that pours in, and it, and so the wind was right in our face, they which is in. the complete opposite wind that you want. But they came in exactly where we wanted yeah. them to come in. And, and uh, I remember telling you and the kid that we took. Yeah. Like, move. Because the, the two ducks came in on my right. You yeah. guys were both on my left. I swung. I hit the drake. I let the hen go. Yeah. I said, guys, move over. I think this is where the ducks went. You guys didn't listen nope. to me. Nope. And then what Let's happened? See. Another flight came in exactly where those ducks came in. So I shot again. Got the Drake, let the hen go, yeah. and that was it for for that one. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully we can do that. But other than that, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully we have a good report for what happens on Sunday. I feel pretty good about it. I'm excited. We're gonna try. We are in a little bit of a flight pattern for some geese. They don't like to land there, but they do fly over. And we're on an island. Yeah. And so we're gonna load that up with some Bigfoots. We're gonna put some uh, Robo ducks out, and we're gonna put some mallard decoys out. 
It would and, be nice to shoot another waterfowl. Uh, yeah, because we because we kind of started to concentrate on pheasant. Yep. You know, and that's yep. you know it, it. We we also are avid pheasant hunters, so which I suppose takes us to the next yeah segment, which is we wanted to talk a little bit about some of our pheasant hunting success that we've had this year. Um, you know, we do do some club hunting, which when I was a kid, I always hated that. I always felt like that was cheating, you know, but you just don't have a lot of birds. So. Right, and it's great for the dogs. It's great for... Great dog training. But the other thing I like about it is, you know, we, we don't really start hitting the club. We all belong to the same right, club, but we don't start hitting that January, until February. the seasons are closed. Yeah. And then everybody else is done hunting, and then we get to go out. And You don't have to kill yourself either, and you could go out in an hour and shoot a couple of birds. Yeah. I've yeah. been out there a couple of times this year already. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go I, Sunday. I think afternoon. I've got five birds out of there already this year. That's pretty good. Yeah, like the one time I just went and because they release birds on the weekend, but then you're, you're allowed to go during the week if you want. And I went after work one day, brought my two boys and uh, shot three birds, which is the limit. That's what you're allowed to shoot, um, all scratch birds. And God, I was done in about 20, 25 minutes. It was almost too quick, <laughs> you know, because my, my youngest son doesn't quite have the interest of my oldest son. Yeah. And he was into it, so it was cool. And, and I remember when I shot the first bird, he goes, You got it, Dad! And that's Pretty just cool. something that rings yeah. in my head that, yeah. that I remember. But um, but we did get some wild pheasant hunting in. We went to uh, a place in central Illinois. Um, it's been in my family since the 1940s. Basically, my great-uncle, um, Father Ted, was a Catholic priest. My grandpa was uh, um, Polish, 100%. And... Um, he never hunted, but all of his brothers, he had 13 brothers. 13. Jesus. Yeah, that's a lot of lesniacs. Yeah, that's a lot of lesniacs. So that's why you still produce boys. Yeah. Yeah, you got lot, that? 13 brothers and three Jeez, sisters. Louise, yeah. you, your brothers, all got boys. So yeah. family of 15 then, yeah? Yeah, um, and then like this was, you know, the Great Depression and stuff. Oh, so you also had yeah. kids dying at, yeah, you know, young age. Yeah, young age yeah. and stuff like that. There was miscarriages in there and stuff. So I feel like my great-grandma must have just been pregnant her entire pubescent life. Yeah. Had to have been. Yeah. Um, you know, and they all had to drop out of high school because it was the Great Depression and work yep. and, and stuff like that. And uh, so my and this is kind of what got me into it was my great uncles, my dad's uncles all hunted. My grandpa, all he wanted to do was work. He didn't want to do anything but work. But my dad used to, you know, go, my, my great uncle Eddie ran a gas station on the south side of Chicago. And... I'm saying it's the south side of Chicago, but in the 1950s, he could bring a shotgun and walk down near Gansett Street and shoot pheasants. Yeah. If anybody knows anything about the south side of Chicago and near Gansett Street, if you're bringing a gun, it's for protection from the gangs, <laughs> not pheasant hunting. Not but in down. the 50s, it was yeah. it was rural still. And uh, so he just kind of grew up going to this gas station and watching these guys um, cooking wild game and, and doing all that stuff. That's what got us into South Dakota. And then it also got us into central Illinois. And we ended up hooking up with some big-time landowners down there. And they became very close family friends. And they owned lots and lots of acres of land. But not only do they do that, but they also know every farmer. And so... Which is a good thing when you're trying to get, get some land. land opportunities. Right. You know, because we know the right names. And so it's cool. And I started bringing Matt and Adam down there and... We had a really nice opening day. Um, how many? So it was the three of us. Mm-hmm. It was Colton, my dad. Oh, yeah, I brought dad. Colton for the first time. I brought my eight-year-old for the first time. Kyle, it was Kyle and Kyle's, Kyle's dad. dad. So seven of us? Well, in the past, too, what we would do is... So this year, obviously being 2020, it's a whole different ballgame. Yep. So in the past, we would go hunting. Then we'd leave there, go to the local burger bar. bar. Yeah. Get some food, have some drinks. They have Bushlight Long Necks. They have Bushlight Long Necks. They're delicious. There's no greater beer than a Bushlight Long Neck. No. <laughs> but this year, being being what's going on, you came up with the idea. We decided to do something. On our different. way back, what did, where were we driving? Were we were we down by Luke's house? We were down by Luke's house. I think after a waterfowl hunt, because we were planning to go to For Illinois pheasant, pheasant hunting. Pheasant hunting. Yeah, because that because. Okay, because my dad goes down with my with his cousin, and his cousin's a whole other story. 
and and I, I don't have enough time in this podcast to talk about him, but they go with that landowner and they look at all the spots and then they kind of mark up, okay, you guys take these fields, you guys take these fields and go. And I remember because then I my dad called me and told me to plan and then I told you guys, come down, we're going to have some bush light because we don't like to solve many of the world's problems without bush light. Right. And so we ended up doing that and they came down and then they came up with the idea. So leaving Luke's house, Matt and I are riding together yep. and it's, we're kind of on the invite. You know, you know it's, it's your family. You guys have been doing it. We, not that we have to like put on a show, but we, we want to show appreciation that we're doing something. Right. And I think, Matt, I think you came up with it. What if we tailgate? Right. We're out in the middle of farm fields. Yep. COVID's happening. You can bring a cooler. You can have a beer. You can have a whatever. You can, let's figure out what it is. So we had done that on our ride back. And our ride back's only a 10, 15 minute 15 ride. 15 minute ride, From yeah. Luke's house. And we're like, all right, I think I got this, this, and this. You got this, this, and this. And I appreciated it because I remember calling you guys later on. Like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna be stopping at Walmart here. What do I need? Yeah. We had it all you guys figured. Had out. It all figured. No, yeah. we had we did brats. Um, and it was nice. We boiled them before we went down there. We oh, yeah, packed a cooler. Them. We brought it we brought a tailgate grill. Your dad is big on old style. We brought him old style, style. beer. Yep. So and we could have beer. We brought the red beer. Yep. 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 We brought the tomato that, juice I for the grew red beer. Up. Yep. Twelve years old, I'm drinking old style and red beer. Yep. With, so with we my dad uh, and his great uncles. We yeah we 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 tailgated out in the farm field after our last hunt and it was a great time. We sat there. We shot shot the shit. We shot was, seven birds. In, yeah. yeah. In the beginning, I will tell you this. So I just got one of the. I I'm the one who's got the dog that runs all over because he's a short hair pointer. Everybody else are flushers, and uh, I'm like, all right, it, it's beginning of the season pheasant hunting. We've driven for us to. What three four hours? It's a three, three hour four drive. hour drive yeah. to get down where we're at. Yeah. So Luke leaves the night before. Because I stays with family. And it actually turned out to be really cool because my brother Sam was going to hunt. That was yeah. the first year I've hunted with Sam down at this. Yeah, because he was this my third or fourth year coaching football. This is my fourth year down with yeah. you. And this was yeah. the first year because he was always coaching, coaching football, football, but with COVID yep. he didn't. So Sam yep. and his family came down. My sister lives next door to my parents, so her and Kyle came over. So there's and more than seven of us, uh, yeah. If Sam was there, because you had Kyle's dad, yeah. Yep. Sam, Kyle's dad, so we had eight. Yeah, eight. Um, so the first spot we get out, it's me and Tom, who's Luke's dad, who's the one who's behind all this. He's the one who this is his thing. It, yeah, he so is this is like, his thing, and my dad's not a big waterfaller, and, <laughs> yeah. and so anytime I've ever waterfowled with him, I've been the general, and I, and and I let him be the general here. He gets nervous. He, yeah. he dry heaves. Should, should um, I have brought some rope and a two-by-four? I'm like, what for? I heard your dog likes to run. Should I have tied it to him? I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. Like, great. And he's like, and he's, uh, he's, yeah. He's I mean, serious. He's, he's joking around, but he is serious. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, this is yeah. the first spot that we go to. Yeah. And I'm, and with, I'm him, with Tom. And the dog's been in the car for three, four he's hours. He's ramped he's up. ramped up. Uh, I got a new controller. I got one of the Garmin... 200 whatever and i'm trying to figure that thing out it's my first time using it so we're hunting an irrigation ditch Ditches. but we call this you know we have little names for everything that we hunt down there we call this the y ditch because y. if you look at it from a map <laughs> ooh, um it looks like a y okay so we put adam and my dad in one point matt you went with kyle's dad and sam and sam and then sam crossed over from another point yeah. and then kyle and i and Colton yeah. went from another point. Yeah. And then the idea would be that we would... We would and, and you get to a point, everybody merges together. Your dad is in go mode, and I will say that. Like, maybe we should wait for him. Nope, those guys are fine. They're taking too long. Let's, let's go. Yeah. I'm like, so we walked another, let's say, 200 yards past the, the base of the Y. And then, oh, they're coming. Maybe we should go back. Okay, <laughs> whatever you want to do. <laughs> Put that dog on a leash. All right, I got him on a leash. And that's when hens and hens and hens were coming up. Kyle had shot a rooster. I don't know. If Kyle shot the first rooster, and that was, I, it should have been my bird. It got up on me, and I missed. And Kyle, Kyle's a pretty good shot, and he hit it, you know, 
um, before I could take a second shot, it was down. And that was when, because what was taking so long was Kyle wanted to get a bird mounted, and he wrapped this thing like it was a Christmas gift. I, I <laughs> think he like, found the driftwood you guys yeah, were saying. Oh, God, we were joking. He found like, everything for Sam it. Was, the fence post, we the barbed wire. We were just making fun of him. Yeah, like, Jesus are you, Christ, are you, uh, are you stuffing, mounting that thing yeah, down like, there I right now? Yeah, I swear he or? mounted that thing down there. So that was the first bird. I remember a lot of birds flushed from your ditch, and they just got, we just got, Kyle and I got lucky because they all flew yep. and landed where we were heading. And uh, and so it was really a lot of fun because once they did that, they were sitting super, super tight, which is rare because it was 70 degrees. Yep, another that's usually day. 70 degrees. I remember the first bird that got up and flew way ahead of us. I'm like, oh, shit. With it being so warm, they don't sit tight. And you're like, oh, God, this, this is how this day is going to turn out. Um, but then after that, they all sat really, really tight. And it got to the point where I had two birds. Kyle had two birds. There was another one that was... Uh, you know, kind of both of us shot at, and I wanted my dad to shoot a bird, and my dad's on my side at this point, and you know, the second bird that I shot is the one that flew, it, it landed across by you, mm-hmm. and then you had to go get it with Lincoln. Yeah, my dog retrieved it. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm watching yeah. you put that bird in the vest, and I look over, and my dog, which is supposed to be a flusher, is on point. Yeah. Okay, and I'm like, okay, I'm like. This is perfect because I already got my birds. Kyle, who's next to me, got his birds. This is for my dad. And I said, Dad, Cooper's on a bird. Walk up to him. It's going to get up. And this thing flushes, and it is the granddaddy of all pheasants. It's a Zeppelin. (laughs) And this thing comes up, but it it flew kind of weird because it it actually came up and started coming at us. And then it's like, oh, that's the wrong way. And then turned and i think that kind of threw my dad off so he puts three shots into the air put a lot of holes in the sky yeah um clipped it yeah and then you were blocking you took a shot at it again yeah it was it, coming down the irrigation ditch yeah i think I'm it like, flew oh, under the bridge it did i think yeah, that you that's guys right. got it because so then by that point i felt pretty good about myself so i said okay i'm gonna just try and do some blocking and stuff like that i got my birds I'm going to do some blocking for other people. And at that guys, point, we had regrouped. Everybody regrouped, was back everybody together. Was back, and then the, the ditch ended at the road, but then it, it goes across right. the road. Yep. And so you guys kept hunting, and yep. you flushed a and, bird, and Sam got it. Yep. That, I think, was that bird. That was probably that bird. I think that and was that bird. You yeah. and Kyle yeah. looped down to the next section, right? And blocked. And blocked. Yep. Which, with that... We got the opportunity to watch a grandson and a grandfather. Yep, my son and my dad. Walk together for their first pheasant hunt together with your dog. With my dog. And it was the first time that I had let my dog hunt without without me. And I thought it was really cool because it seemed like Cooper was responding to Colt and my son. Yes. Your dad dad had the the e-collar. I gave my dad the the controller for the shot collar. Um, but I could hear Colton commanding him. Yeah. And Colton kept him close. Yeah. And it was neat because the wind is blowing my way. So I can hear you guys talking. Talk. And, and so, I can hear Colton yelling at Cooper. And, and I was on the same side of the ditch. You were on the side with I was over you and Sam, by right? Sam, yeah. So uh, you're like one of the first things, and your dad's good at doing it because he's used to not hunting with the dog. Where we're always watching the damn dogs. Is look, Colton, this is a set. And he's explaining it. I should have gotten a picture of it. And I kick myself for it. Uh, he's he's there. He's pointing. Colton's got his like Red Rider BB gun. Your dad's got his what? His Wingmaster that shoots two and three quarter. And he's that's had it. an eight seventy Wingmaster that he bought when I was a little kid. It's the only shotgun he owns. Yep. So he and he's pointing it out. He's explaining it to him, doing the whole thing. I'm like, God damn, this is this is it. This is it's what, what we're about. here for. Yep. It's what it is, it's what it's about. Um, we didn't get any birds up there, or we got no, hands up. We got hands up. So that like Lincoln's best point was on a hen. Everybody was surrounded by it, and it was it's a, hen. a hen. Yeah. Which our dogs, if you're used to hunting in the club, our dogs are kind of like, hey, dudes, shoot that thing. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, they, they, it looks at you like what? Cooper kind of figured it out. Yeah. You know, after a while, like he's, he gets it. You know, like okay, we can't shoot hens, but um, then we went to one more spot, and this is a spot. It's, we call it the elbow, the little elbow. Okay, we have weird names for every ditch. Uh, everything's irrigation ditches. We go to the little elbow. Who is my bl- brother Sam and I hate 
The Little Elbow. It's great cover. Yeah. It's all always been great cover. What do you think? Twenty five yards on either side of the ditch is, is yeah. set aside? Yep. Is CRP. Yeah, and it's thick. And the birds, you know, can get out of the wind and, and do that, but we never seem to get many birds up. So now you guys, I was blocking, so you guys are going to have to tell most of you the story. And, you and Colton were blocking, right? right? So we went to the, because the elbow, it does a 90. So we went to the 90, because a lot of times when you're hunting wild birds, if you're not used to hunting wild birds, um, it's usually at places, at breaks, at bends, that the birds will peel out. Yep. So that's what, I wanted to seal that elbow until they came close enough, and then I would go down to the end of the, end, end of the ditch. And by now, I haven't, I mean, I, I took a couple shots, but yeah. not, I didn't. Of what, whiskey? No, no, it's just, it's just beer. But no, uh, nothing, the shots in the air, shooting holes in the sky. But uh, I was amped up and ready to go. Matt was amped up and ready to go. So we're on. Not amped up and ready to go enough, from no. what I hear, but I wasn't No, there. I wasn't ready. No. So we get down into the, right off the road into the ditch. I'm still loading my gun. Here goes, here goes a rooster. First rooster. rooster gets up. I'm like, let me and get was, to the other side of the ditch. And I was with, I was on the same side of the ditch as your dad, Luke. So that rooster gets up, and I'm like, son of a bitch. We walk a little bit more. Stouts locked up. Five roosters get up at one time. Five. And you guys could have shot them, right? Yeah, I took one shot. Were you just, were you just froze? I, I was just, I, so I didn't know which was, because they were all flying away. They weren't, you know, I'm like, what's a rooster? What's a hen? Your dad took a shot. They all flew. And we're like, son of a gun. That was it. That's six birds in like and when you get six that birds, birds in 20 up, feet. Yeah. It's so cool. It, but was, it is. Yeah. And, and guys, you know, keep in mind, like, I've been pheasant hunting down there since I was 11. I've, I can't tell you how many times I've froze like that. Yeah. You know, it had happened. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, no, it's just, it's. And you probably are still kicking yourself, thinking like, man, that could have been really cool. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. And the way I do view it is, the good news is, is that means that if we go down to the little elbow again, there's, there's, there's birds there. there. Yeah, there's, 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 there's birds Because there. then I remember, you guys reached me. I saw a bunch of birds. Yeah. yeah. The, one, the, the fun thing about blocking, you don't typically get a lot of shots, but you do get to see what's going more on. More than you guys can yeah. see. Yeah. Because you're just focused on... Lincoln was on point by the edge, looking at one spot. I went to a spot, and that bird peeled out behind the bolt of us. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, so they got to the corner, and then I went back down to the road. And I'm watching, and I'm watching Adam, and was it Sam? I, Who was on Kyle. the side with you? It might have been Kyle with me. Okay. And I see his dog Sam on and point. Kyle maybe. So I knew that two birds that had flown in front of those guys landed back in our ditch. So I got back to try and seal that end and one turned out to be a hen mm-hmm. that one of your guys's dogs i think stout stout. flushed that yep. and then the rooster lincoln which is adam's dog was on point but the rooster saw and i've never really seen this before the pheasant snuck in between the dog and you and Kyle. Yeah. Went and you right could, in between you, you guys. You could see the grass moving. I and, lost and track I start of it once yelling, it started getting... Yep. And I start yelling, hey, it just got behind you. And so then Kyle peeled out and tried to get it to flush. But, you know, birds would prefer not to flush. And it ran and it was gone. Yep. It was funny to watch because he, you could see Lincoln on point. They're ready. And the bird's not there where Lincoln's pointing. Yeah. It yeah. snuck around. And it... it Snuck in between you two. Yep. It hit the grass, and when it hit the grass, it took off on a dead it sprint. Hit, it hit the the mowed part of the grass instead of yeah, the like the mowed part of the grass correct. above knee high. It wasn't right. waist high, but it was above knee right, high. Right, because that stuff is so thick, it's hard for pheasants to run in yep. that thick. So cover. It, it peeled out to that edge, and then it took like a hundred yard sprint down the mowed part, and it and then I the think grass. you guys walked back Sam trying and to Kyle get, Sam back, and Kyle walked back up, and, I don't think and they, they never got it up nope. yeah but we ended up with seven birds that day we obviously could have had more but seven birds was great you know yep. it was 70 it was degree day 70 degree day to shoot tailgate. seven wild tailgate. birds tailgate yeah. under some trees we, we yeah. tailgated uh, right across from the little elbow um, you know it was funny because my dad's such a traditionalist that when I first said that you guys wanted to do that ah! and, and I'm like well 
that's my dad. That's yeah, just the way he yeah. is. And uh, of course, he he was very appreciative. He loved it, and it was it was a lot of fun. I just like to me, a lot of it is you get to you can laugh about the things like the pheasant sneaking by or freezing on those birds, yeah. you know, and 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 have a good time. You can laugh at my dad missing that bird that that Cooper was holding for him. And, yep. And uh, and in all, it, it turned out to be a really really good time. Fantastic. I went man. back and. You know, I grew up in the Joliet area, and I had a nice poor boy that night, which uh, most people don't know what that is. But I remember, you know, we uh, I cleaned the birds. I gave them to my dad because I shoot a lot of pheasants. So I said, here, you know, he didn't want them, but it was only because he was too lazy to want to clean them. So yeah. I said, Dad, if I clean the birds, will you take them? Yes. All right. So I cleaned the birds, <laughs> and I gave them to my dad. And, uh, you know, we had dinner, and then I drove back up, and, and that was that was a really cool trip. So... I suppose with that, do you guys think it's about time for our last call? I think so. Matt, you got a... Well, I, I think a, we should save yours for last. Okay, yeah, that's fine. you kind of got your I got a little story. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. a little story. It's uh, seasonal. It's I'll seasonal. Go, I'll go first because okay. it's short. Opportunity. So if you have the opportunity to do it, so for me getting up early and sending Brooke off with people that I trust and gives her the opportunity to shoot a double-banded goose or gives her the opportunity to hunt with somebody or the opportunity to experience... Something. Go after that opportunity. That would be my thing. If there's an opportunity there, you have to go after it. I'm going to talk about kids. I had, this year, um, my son Colton is really, I, I, I know that he intrinsically wants to hunt. Okay, I, I used to think that he just wanted to be a daddy's pleaser, but it's intrinsic. He, uh, he watches YouTube videos of duck hunting all the time and, and stuff like that. And I had two very special moments for me this year. Um, you know, and when I say special, shooting a banded duck is really cool. You know, and, and I haven't done it in a long time. And I got to do that with my son. And I think that was really, really cool. I took a picture. I put it on, um, you know, a waterfall Facebook page and got a lot of likes. And it was Colton holding the banded duck. And I thought that was really cool. And then we'll talk about this in a, in a later podcast. But of my 27 years of waterfowling, I've never shot a snow goose before. And when we were out in South Dakota this last trip and over Thanksgiving, I shot a snow goose. And I had the privilege of having my eight-year-old sitting right next to me. And he got to see it. You know, it was a pretty high shot. Mm-hmm. And it came crashing down into the field. And, and your dog, Stout, went and retrieved it. I know you're upset with yourself that you didn't get that picture. I didn't get that picture. Um, and I'm mad because I probably should have got it mounted just because I like to mount different birds that I shoot. And I don't know if I'll ever shoot another snow goose. Snow goose. Where we hunt, they, they don't come. Um, but... You know, I talked to Colton. I said, "What was your, what was your favorite hunt of South Dakota?" Because he did almost every hunt with us. Yeah. He said the snow goose. Yeah. It was it was really cool. So it was really really special to me that he was there for a banded duck and for the snow goose. Yeah, and pheasant hunting with your dad too. And pheasant with my dad, and I'm really upset with myself because we wanted to get a nice picture. Why? And my dad and Colton took a picture together with the seven birds, and I wasn't in there. And that's three generations of Lesniaks. There's actually four generations of Lesniaks that have been hunting. All the older ones are dead now. There's four generations yeah. of Lesniaks. My dad's 70. I hope I can do it again because yeah. I, I, I screwed that up. Yeah. I needed to be in that picture. Picture, yeah. which is just the recognition of it while it's happening. And yeah. we were on the and original. None of, I, none of us and that, I don't know if you guys the, know this, but where we were tailgating is that's the original landowner. That's the original yep. people that that's we his, showed that's us that's that, that family hooked up with. Yep. Fence yep. line, yep. yep. That's it. Well, so we talked a lot about a lot of things. I mean, it was a big time frame that we jammed down into this. How many minutes we got going on there, Adam? Uh, we're, we're a little over, over an hour. Ugh, boy. Should save that. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We have a lot more to go to talk about, especially with South Dakota over Thanksgiving. But um, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving later. Now, we're recording this podcast December. And it's my brother's I, birthday. It is your brother's birthday. birthday. It is your brother's birthday. 22. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just wanted to share this. I saw this on one of my hunting 
groups that I belong to on Facebook. And I just thought it kind of fit the times right now. So it's it's a Christmas thing. So here we go. I'm just going to read this off how it how it reads. Husband and wife Christmas shopping. A couple were in a busy shopping center just before Christmas. The wife suddenly noticed that her husband was missing and as they had a lot to do, so she called him on his mobile. The wife said, where are you? You know we have lots to do. He said, you remember the jewelers we went to about 10 years ago? You fell in love with that diamond necklace. I could not afford it at that time. And I said one day that I would get it for you. And at that moment, little tears began to flow from the wife's cheek. She got all choked up and she said, yes, I remember that shop, she replied. And he just said, well, I'm in the gun gun shop next door. (laughs) That's my final last call. Fantastic. Pretty good. Well, hey, thanks for joining everybody. And I want to say one more time. My name is Luke, I have Adam, I have Matt, and this is Nature's Last Call.